0: Love
1: Talk Radio. Hey, Red Dragons faithful. Welcome to the Niles McKinley Red Dragons Football Podcast. Hosted by Mashanti that features Coach Perry and the next generation of today's Red Dragons players.
0: Welcome back to another edition of the Niles McKinley Red Dragons football podcast powered by Brandon Miller State Farm Insurance located here in Niles, Ohio. If you're looking for that State Farm deal, please give Brandon a call. You can find him there on the internet and you can find him there on Robbins Avenue as well. And a big shout out to Permanny brothers for the hungry man player of the game and Brandon Miller with those game balls and a big shout out to our coach here. Coach Perry, another victory. It's always a good thing. Uh, Talk about a little bit about last week's game. I thought Lakeview played pretty tough, and they got a couple young what Nate Fox or that it Nate, is it Nate Fox yeah, I'm, uh, I'm Nate Fox? Yeah, bad. But, uh, I'm yeah, up. Nate Fox, QB. He, he seemed uh, he seemed like he'd probably have to deal with him for the next couple of years too.
2: Yeah, they, they, uh, they you know, I think I touched on it last week. I, I thought that uh, their coaching staff is doing a good job with, uh, you know, bringing their team along the right way. They don't. Uh, they're not trying to do crazy gadget plays or anything like that. You could tell they have a plan, and they want to, uh, you know, keep that plan, you know, to get better fundamentals than that. And You know, I'm sure they were proud of the, you know, the second half they were down 14 nothing, but uh, uh, they came out in the second half and uh, scored a touchdown to bring it to a touch, you know, a touchdown there. And we only had the ball twice in the second half. We, you know, fortunately for us, we scored both times, uh, and then we gave up that late score right at the end. But... Uh, while we're passing out, you know, kudos, Bo, I want to thank you. I noticed yesterday you were up in Buffalo covering the Steelers game. Back here today, <laughs> got something going on tomorrow. Uh, Bo's on the move. Uh, it's really cool, you know. Our kids, our kids appreciate the fact that a guy like you that is so into football, you know, doing this for. Just wanted to give you a shout out there, Bo.
0: Well, it's you know, it's, it's 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 you know, we started this one because I know you. We grew up together, so it just made it. You know, we spoke about it, and we we were able to bring this all together, but. You know, when my kids are in school, I knew those guys—the kids coming through—and it's so fun meeting new faces that I don't know, and just that's I think the fun part for me. That you yeah. know, meeting Antoine Gardner and and, and today's guest—I you know I know who's coming on, but you know I get to sit down. I've never you know I've never seen him at a friend's house or you know, so that's the fun part for me. And then I get to see you once a week.
2: Yeah, I mean it, it, it's <laughs> awesome. But really, like, and I, I mean I know that's what you love. That's what you do with these. You dig the country for these unknown draft prospects. And uh, uh, it's it just I just wanted to say thank you because it's been really um, such a cool thing that you're able to do for
0: our team. Well, I appreciate it. And like I said, I enjoy doing it. I appreciate you allowing the opportunity to come inside and, and uh, kind of see this thing grow. Uh, so let's kind of get back to it. So I mean, last week, you know, you go out to Lakeview. You guys take care of business. You know, were you, were you nervous that they're going to look ahead to Poland?
2: Well, we got Jefferson this week. I'm sorry, but, uh, yeah, yeah, my bad. Um, well, I haven't got that sense from this group at all. Um, you know, I, I think there's so much on our plate where we we've identified, and I think really, I'm really happy with our kids. Honestly, with what they'll say, they they can tell you. We sat here yesterday, and I said, Antoine, what do we need to work on? He spit it back to us. So, you know, to that end, I don't know what our missed tackles were yet. But we cut our loafs from 30-some loafs down to like 14. And we only had, I don't think we had any in the first half. So loafs come with fatigue. So again, a loaf is if you're not going as hard as you can to on defense, you know, run into the ball. So that zero uh, first half loafs was huge. I think Lakeview only had 50 total yards of offense in the first half. And I think their first downs, all but one, were all aided on us. Jumping off sides, which is very frustrating. That's, that's a big checklist item. Uh, something we work on, you know, daily. You know, getting off on the ball, but they were hard counting us. And as I told our kids, I said, "You're going to get this for the rest of the year because you put it on film." And yeah. it's like, if you get a punt block, guess what? Then the next six teams are going to try to block a punt. Uh, our kids have to take pride in, in not making those silly mistakes. I think it, mm-hmm. those people watching Browns games saw that the, the Browns defensive line did that a bunch of times. So. Uh, it's something that we got to get uh, cleaned up. Uh, this this week was no different than the last few weeks. Uh, there's a lot on there we can get better at, but as I always say, I'd rather clean those up after a win and a loss. So, we'll take it. <laughs> you definitely take it. And, and I'm curious. It,
0: we, I, you know, I, I ask you this every week. I ask you at week one. and I'm going to ask you at the final year because it's never going to be a perfect picture of what you want to do. But uh, you know, in terms of the team right now, I mean, are you starting to settle in? You know, who's going to be who and where you are, or are you still kind of thinking, like, maybe we need to, you know, do, do more
2: run defense or change that? I mean, I mean, are the players, are just everything? Well, you're always – we do what you call self-scout. I mean, we did a pretty hard look at that last week. So uh, with today's technology, you know, we could pull all of our stuff on Huddle. We have every play broken down in probably, I don't know, 20 categories. Uh, huddle has a service that we pay for to do that. So we just basically filter out and say, well, we're in this formation. What are we doing? Because that's what our opponents are doing. So that that self evaluation, um, we, we take a lot. I don't. I really don't want to say what they are because we <laughs> yeah. know what they are. And this week there'll be some things in there that hopefully work against our opponents. Sometimes you want to have great tendencies, and then you, you save them for when you need to break them. Um, but uh, that will, ne- like you said, it will never stop. Um, I, I think we've identified for the most part, you know, kids that we feel like should be getting reps in that. I think there's a few on our team that that probably are wondering why they aren't, and, and, you know, we're working with them to say, look, you want to play, you got to do this, this, and this, because we don't have a, a ton of depth. But, you know, pretty happy with, you know, defensively, if you look at it, our points given up. I think, uh, you know, that's well, well from a year ago. Uh, but I just told the kids the uh, records of our opponents remaining is uh, 18-6. and so uh, you know the the really the teams coming in uh, in the future, starting with Jefferson and three and one, uh, we have a heck of a of a six game stretch ahead of us. And uh, if we don't improve, then it, it could be a rough road. Uh, on the same token, I, I think we have an opportunity to do some special things if we just keep climbing.
0: Definitely. And then you got to like the mindset. I mean, being three and one and having the ball for the you know, the heavy hitters possibly coming up in the in coming weeks, you got to like that at least you're ahead of the game. And, and that just is a good atmosphere, you know, positive atmosphere in the locker room yeah. where they believe they can win. Right. You know, as
2: a coach, as I'm saying I'm still <laughs> sitting here stewing in a 6-0 loss to Allen. Right. Um, but, you know, the big thing I think which got our season going was that effort we gave in Alliance. It was just such a tremendous effort. Um, really put us on a path to get back to here. And here you are. We get to play in a huge game. I mean, uh, Jefferson went uh lost a one point to uh Gerrard last week, 35-34. And they certainly can look back at their there's just a few plays in that game where it goes their way if they uh you know, do some you know, make a player here and there, which is you know, in close games it always comes down to a play or two here and there. Uh so they are definitely a team. I thought last year, you know, my first couple two years I thought they were they were struggling big time. I thought last year, wow, what an improvement. Obviously, again, this year, and this, this this is this is a team that can compete in the NEA, and uh, they're going to get people fits for sure. Excellent stuff.
0: Once again, you're listening to Coach Perry here on the Now McKinley Red Dragons football podcast powered by Brandon Miller State Farm Insurance. If you ever miss any of these shows in their entirety, you want to listen to them at your leisure. You can listen to them at Apple Music. Block Talk Radio, Spotify, and probably anywhere else you can find a podcast. Um, you should be able to uh, find this particular show or all the other shows we've done and listen to them. Uh, I, I'm curious. I mean, I, you know, you watch these games and you see number four Antoine Gardner make these plays.
2: What's he like when he comes to the sidelines? Did you ever say anything to him? Uh, Antoine, he's a pretty emotional player, uh, and I say that in a good way, okay? Um, he wants to make every play. <laughs> He will, what I like about him, he will tell us if he does need a blow. You know, some guys will just want to battle through no matter what. Antoine's pretty smart about his body. He understands that. Uh, but if he's so competitive, if he has a negative play or two, whatever, his frustration will get to him a little bit. And usually I have to catch him off guard and, you know, tell him a joke or something funny. And he <laughs> usually isn't going to help if I'm just going to be as mad as he is. And we can dial him back in. And I can tell you in that area he's really improved. Last year, I used to intentionally try to get, get at him to see if I could break him down, and I could get him. This year, he's a little hard, harder to bait, uh, you know. And again, as a coach, like you have to have that—you have to have an awareness of what kind of kids are in front of you. you now, they're not all—they're not all on Brady or don't get uh, don't get rattled. But uh, I think Antoine's competitive is his, is his greatest feature, and so you know, sometimes it's a bit of a weakness. But you know, from his freshman to his sophomore year, I've seen huge improvements there. Special teams as well for him. We, yes and no. We really like to have him out there. We try to spot him. And okay. if, if he just ran in a, you know, if he just ran a long one, we'll probably take him off. But uh, you probably did see him on kickoff. Uh, we use him on extra points. Does a tremendous job blocking as a wing, good uh, team. So uh, we we don't love to have him there, but uh, you know. You've got a good weapon you're going to use. Yeah, because I, I, I said four with a special team tackle, and I'm like, oh, okay. you Just
0: you know, just, <laughs> you see him all over the place, making tackles, making big plays. Uh, who got the Brandon Miller State Farm Ball
2: player of the game this past week? Yeah, that's going to go out to, uh yeah, I love when we can do this, and we probably could do it every week, but uh, two alignment, and that goes out to Matt Keeley. Really both sides of the ball, but I'll, I guess we'll highlight where it really stood out. On defense, he had eight tackles, which is a lot for a D lineman, but five tackles for loss, which is huge. Plus a sack, so that means that six out of the eight tackles he made were in the opponent's backfield. So that's 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 a huge number. That that's one uh, where you want to send the highlight film out for that. And then uh, offensively, I think he graded out at 84% blocking percentage, which is which is pretty high. And uh, he had something, Bo, I told you before, went on the air. He didn't have two pancakes. He had two double pancakes. So what is that? He got two guys to the ground. He hit one guy onto the ground into another. You think of bowling pins, right, and got both guys onto the ground. I think the one time he did it, he looked up, and he was kind of surprised. There was two guys laying underneath him. He actually did that twice in the game. So uh, he's starting to uh, – he's getting healthy. You remember he had that hamstring issue. I and mean, I think it's finally behind him, and uh, he's getting his win. So he's getting to play both sides of the ball more, and uh, you know he's a tremendous player, and, and he was really deserving of the game ball this week. Yeah, good. I'm glad,
0: and, and he and I, I think uh, he was our per hungry man player to I get me. Mean, but look, I have it right here 64 sacks, 64. He forced the, the that first the third down, which made it fourth down. Obviously, another tackle for loss, another to, like tackle for loss. I told you I love his energy. Is he the most energetic frenzy feeding guy on the sidelines? There yeah, I think he that? wastes
2: some energy with all the hype I told him. He's got gotta dial it in a little bit with the extra <laughs> You know, one of the things that happened at the end of that line game, not to go back, but I think it illustrates what you're saying. He makes a huge sack. There's there's eleven seconds left in the game and he's doing a Mark Gasser though, for the <laughs> older for the dads out there. know that is. I love it. And then. Lo and behold, Alliance is running back. All of a sudden, he realizes he has to run back. We got one more play to play. Now that works out in our favor. But let's assume that they would have made that play. He'd be kicking himself because I think he expended a lot of energy there. Uh, he loves playing football. I think he really, if he'll tell you, he loves playing football for Niles. And uh, you know, he loves when the fans get in it. So if we could have the fans get in it without him trying to prompt them, I think that would that would make you know make everybody happy. I I I, I can't argue with
0: that and. Um, and we were talking about this earlier, and, you know, and somebody I would want to give a shout-out to, well, a couple guys. Um, I, you know, he, he's so close. I know he did have – I believe he did have a, a cap. I mean, he keeps flashing. He keeps flashing. Uh, Jason Library seems like he keeps, you know, putting a lot of pressure he might not make that tackle, but he's forcing the quarterback out of the pocket.
2: I mean, I know he has some plays, but it just seems like... He's an intelligent kid. Yeah, I, I just say, seem he like writing his name down do.
0: more and more. I keep writing that number down.
2: If you're in position a lot, you, like you said, you might not always make it, but you are making the play because yeah. you're freeing somebody else up. Yep. And then another
0: kid, and we were talking about this prior, to so we men got two hungry <laughs> men this
2: week, and... Uh, Yeah, so Bear Merlot, that would have been my You know, When Bo's not there, and I didn't realize Bo will come in the notes, so I don't always get an idea when Bo's able to catch us or not. But I thought Bear, and really one specifically, I mean, he's had a – He's He's been a leading leader. He's he's been strong. He did a great job on offense for us playing tight end, whatever. But there was a play, and this this is a program play in my book. Um, The ball gets thrown downfield, it gets tipped up. He makes the interception only because of that anti-loat where he's running down, trailing the play. He he trailed the play as we trying to preach to the guys. You never know what can happen. Blown and behold, the ball pops up. He intercepts the ball. Lakeview kid comes in, tries to steal it from him. He hangs on to that ball. There's a discussion. I was nervous that the officials were going to say simultaneous possession, but they saw what I saw, which was before the other guy. So he secures the catch. We get a turnover right before half at our own four-yard line. It's points off the board. So I just thought that's where I was going to award that because the thing that you, you could tell them a million times until they see it for themselves, oh, this is why you want me pursuing the ball even though I'm 25 yards away. Having to make that play was such a huge moment in that game. And uh, you know
0: he got, got an I&T from it, so yeah. that's that, that, I wanted to do with that. Then you can go and explain. We're we'll going to have two. We're going to have yeah. two because I, I can't I can't overrule what Coach Perry says. But uh, we're going to have uh, Carissa uh, work her magic for us, and we're going to award two permanent players, 100-man players this week. Because I, you know, what it is is, you know, you know, I I, I, I and I probably have a problem with this. I, I know I do that. I you know I tend to see the same numbers week in week out. So when I can identify maybe a different number, a different kid. You know, because, you know, I always got eight written down. I always got 64. I always got 54 and four, 20 and 10 and five. But 36, Don Nolan was a guy that I really, again, I, I like to say flash. He just, he just came, you know, just, I took notice of it. So 36, I'm taking notice tonight. And, and, you know, I know, I believe he had a tackle for loss, or at least he was part of it with Keeley, with Isabella. You know, 36, and I have him up here again, and so I always yeah, kind of go through my
2: notes. I think you have a big sack in the game. Dom is is only a sophomore. Uh, he's a guy we're just super excited about. Um, he's a tough kid. He, he's a linebacker. Like when you think of what a linebacker is, uh, you want that nasty. You know, like Dom. Like try. To, you know, like, I gotta tell him jokes and see if he's <laughs> gonna smile. Like you like, <laughs> gonna like like uh, you know bite my nose off. Uh, but that's what you love about him. He's just a quiet kid, but he, he's a linebacker through and through. He plays physical. He plays fast. He's a great blitzing linebacker, which we really haven't had that probably since uh, Robbie Savin, you know. So, huh. uh, knowing, again, that Don's a sophomore is is exciting. And uh, I think he's – I wouldn't call him a sophomore at this point in time. He's playing more like an upperclassman. So, for you to take notice of that, and that's really cool. And uh, if Chris can't come through, then, you know, we'll we'll hook him up with uh, gift card. for him. So, Yeah. I appreciate uh, you, Bo. You know, observing that because he is a kid that does not need to be rewarded. Yeah, like well, they
0: all do. And like I said, if we and if we miss your kids, it's not that they're not putting their hand in the pile, as I like to say. It's just uh, like I said, I, I can only watch so With many. With amount the
2: numbers, Bo has here, folks. We probably need an hour and a half because he really is on top of it. With grading our kids out. We probably need to hire them on the coaching staff to be honest with you. But uh mm-hmm. you know, doing this and trying to be in around a half hour format, we obviously are gonna miss it. So we do apologize. Yeah. How about this one?
0: Uh this past game and then we will get on to our featured player of the week. But uh, I always like to ask what was the bonehead play made by Coach Perry this week and what was the genius
2: play made by Coach Perry this the week? Bonehead's pretty easy. Um after that interception we just talked about Merlot told our kids we're gonna go into victory formation and kneel the ball. But we're we're close to our end zone. Okay, so when you kneel the ball you gotta be careful that you don't take a safety. And what's a bonehead about it is we have not practiced victory formations for so probably since week <laughs> one. And when we told the kids to get in there, the kids that were in the game were misaligned. We got a uh, we got a procedure penalty because we don't have enough guys on the line of scrimmage. Now we're in real trouble because I was up in the forty we got to back it up. And we had to call a timeout and get things organized. We ended up escaping, barely getting it out of our end zone and not getting a safety. But that's a coaching error that showed up on Friday, but it's a coaching <laughs> error that was really from early in the week not practicing. it again, on the list this week, we will practice victory formation. And, uh, you know, it's just, you, you love to get away with some of those things because, Again, I go back to the Browns game, which I watched, You know, the, the punter drops the ball and doesn't punt it. You know, he, is that something that they practice? Look, you gotta, you gotta pump that. That kid from Scotland, do even know? Hey, I should punt this ball. Um, so we, we do again that drill. We talk about Irene. We reduce the special situations. And we had that come up a few years ago, and then we fixed it. This year, we didn't put ourselves in that predicament, and we got to learn from that and be better coached uh, to get that. Now, as far as the play. Uh, I thought Coach PK was down in pretty well all night, but I did call one play. There we go, I love and it. And it was a touchdown. Yeah. So, I, I felt I had some. I downed it <laughs> up, and uh, I told Coach, "I'm giving myself a helmet sticker for that one." So <laughs> uh, we called a counter. Um, at, I think the right time when the defense over pursued, and uh, Antoine, you know, scored. So uh, that was the one I was most proud of. All right. I'm going to get selfish
0: for you folks out there because these are some of my favorite things to talk about. If you
2: could divul so
0: what do you see that kind of makes you say, you know what, we got to do this? Like what kind of leads
2: to that? And some of it's very specific where there's something early in the week where we identify it. Okay. Um, a lot of times it's like, well, the East, where we threw that fake hitch and threw the bomb, Mickey caught that touchdown. That was something we saw them doing right before half. So we, we had it and say, hey, guys, remember this and made sure everybody knew what they were doing. And we told them, like, it's going to be a touchdown. It's going to be a touchdown. So it's usually flash. Uh, that one right there that I saw, it was more of a feeling. Um, you know, when you're running, let's say you're running your power to the right and you're running it and you're getting eight yards, and all of a sudden you're getting three or four. It's probably time that you just get that feeling. I bet you if we pop them with the counter now, just, we're still getting yards, but it's not what it was. And I think a lot of times that's where you can you can hit the defense. Steady does steady. You know, it's like a boxer, right? You know. When when do you throw the counterpunch? Um, you know that that's that's a lot of me as a play caller. I just you know you've done it for a long time. It's a feeling you get. When's a good time to call a screen or a boot or something like that? It, it, it's a feeling. And, and I'll tell you, our coaches. It's not just me. Uh, uh, like I said, Paul and I, and actually uh, Kyle Leonard, and even Coach Con. We need a yard. We're like, Coach, what do you want here? You know, and he knows his guys so well. And he knows, like, yeah, I think we need to go do this play this way and whatever. So, really, we're really good at uh, – I feel really confident in how we communicate as an offensive staff calling plays. And then you know those defensive guys I turn over I always stay with them it sounds like Blackhawk on they got they, they they're so passionate and they know exactly what they're doing uh, but uh, I don't I don't get too too involved in what it's doing it's kind of fun just to flip over and listen to them guys work because they they're just a really really uh, uh, you know like enthusiastic group of guys and and, and get after it you know coaching defense it, it's fun.
0: Oh, what a great! This is, a, this is one of my favorite shows we've done. I, I love them all, but that uh, I love that's that's some great insight into the program and kind of the mindset of uh, what goes into certain plays being run. And I'm sure for those folks out there listening, that, that they got to take some. Uh... Yeah,
2: you get to you know, I mean to to just be completely selfish, we get to be kids for a couple of hours on Friday night. I and mean, there's a lot of work, a lot of work uh, during the week. You know, it's seven days a week for 14 weeks or so. I mean it's and uh some of that's fun too but some of that it's it's taxing on your family but man on a friday night we get to be those of you play remember that feeling you get all that over again the adrenaline comes uh, it's a little bit hopeless feeling at times because we're not out there uh, but we're the next best thing that we that we can be to you know to be able to coach it's 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 really a privilege and uh it's you know we're little kids you know and uh uh, sadly, I think when, when we lose, we probably take it harder at times than some of our kids do because uh, we, we do put so much into it. And as an adult, kids are resilient. They can pop up, you know. I fell down here, body They'd probably be calling 911 if the kid falls down. He pops up, scre- uh, braces his knee off, and is back at it. So we're just privileged to be in this spot. And uh, and really, to me, uh, the group of guys we have and how well we get along, uh, that, that's that's what makes it special. It, it, it's a great coaching staff for sure.
0: Yeah, I, I can see it. Like I said, it's a very, very positive group. Everybody's always very uh, receptive when I walk in, and hello, It just then you guys are always uh, at the thing, scheming uh, and planning and breaking down stuff. And
2: yeah, it's it's it's. I mean, it's all day long. It's all night. When you're you're trying to fall asleep, you're thinking of something. I get a text. <laughs> it's a coach thinking of something, and uh, you know, it's it's because we feel blessed to be you know, coaching enough. I love it. Well, we are about
0: to bring on our featured Red Dragon of the week. I'm excited to uh,
2: talk to him. A little curveball in here, Bo. When I went in to get him right before no, we started, he oh. he has a new job and he has his first day. and He wants to be there early, with no, that's, 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 that's a program uh, pillar, right? Like He'll be that. on time, he be early. That. So we we're gonna switch gears. It was gonna be Matt. Uh, talk about his performance, but. The guy that had uh, his blocking percentage went way up this week, so you can ask him about that. Jimmy Howell. Uh Jimmy, I think he's a fan favorite on the team. Uh, you'd be hard pressed to find someone on this team, whether it be a coach or player or whatever, say something negative about Jimmy Howe. And I think you'll see his personality move through. Uh, I was talking to Jimmy because he's got he's got a guy, he kind of got that magnet, little personality to him. We're talking to him about the Super Bowl show, okay? And I was saying we needed – Coach, coach P.K. was saying we need some swag on this team. I said, Jimmy, maybe you could do something like the Super Bowl shuffle. He said, Coach, what's the Super Bowl shuffle? He's like, he never – I mean, um, it, it breaks your heart. It, uh, it was it was done, you know, 20 years before it was born, so I can't blame him. But uh, uh, So I had to send him a YouTube link out for the Super Bowl shuffle. We're hopeful that one day maybe our kids will, you know, do something for us. But, uh, you know, he, he's the kind of kid that would get something like that done.
0: You uh, know, this this generation, they, they you could tell them about the past, that they really just they just don't care. No, they, they they don't. Nor should they care. I mean,
2: really to be honest, it's a super ball shuffle. Thank man. you, Gimbo. I'm going to go get All our right, guys, coach, and We uh, appreciate you. Much we'll love
0: you. and uh, best to you and the team this week. Once again, that's Coach Perry as he brings on offensive lineman Jimmy Howe onto the program, and we're going to catch up with Matt Kelly as well. Remember. Spotify, Apple Music, Blog Talk Radio, anywhere where you get your downloads for podcasts, um, look us up and you'll be able to listen to these guys. And here he comes, the big man himself.
2: Actually, I think we related to each other last week. Yeah, a couple weeks ago. A
0: week or ago. Yeah. Again. Well, Jimmy, welcome to the show. Um, pretty high tech studio, and yeah. here, huh? Feel like you're on the ESPN set? Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> so. Coach said prior to you come on. He said you, you, you're not going to find anybody probably more loved by players and coaches than yourself. What's, how does that make you feel? No, um, that you're that endearing to everybody.
1: Uh, it makes me feel good. You know, feeling feeling loved and respected by everyone. You know, I, I think that would make anyone feel pretty good. So, yes, yeah, that makes me feel good for sure.
0: Now this is a question I ask, and you you do. You got a you got a big smile on your face. Everybody loves you. When
1: do you get all pee off and start you know mulling guys? What point do that that do you switch it? You know, I start hyping myself up in, in pregame. And, you know, even the day of, just focusing up the night before, visualizing what I want to do to my opponent. And, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, that's what you got to do.
0: Yeah, you got to think it through and, and see the vision uh, kind of come to fruition, if you will. So,
1: football is the big sport from the get-go, or did you like the, doing other things <laughs> growing I, up? I actually started um, with baseball, and I played no, that for a few years. And then – um, in seventh grade, you know, I thought I would give football a shot, and you know, just coasted through there. You know, I've, I've, that's become my favorite sport since then. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I love football. Yeah, you did. I mean, have you always had the size? Always been the bigger kid? Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah.
0: I've always been one of the biggest kids. Alright, that's never been my problem. I've always <laughs> <laughs> well, actually been on the opposite spectrum of that, <laughs> as you can tell. Uh, Somebody's yeah, asking so you guys are what three and one. And I, for some reason, I kept thinking you had Poland this week, but you have Jefferson this week. And as Coach was saying, it should be a, a very uh, good game because they're well improved, and you guys are doing your thing. But what's it like, just the,
1: the you know the mindset of this team so far? You know, I think we have a good mindset. You know, I I think um, you know our focus. We just need to get more focused and prepared and be ready for everything. You know, just because this team, you know, in the past they they haven't been the greatest, but you know, coming in now, and they're three and one, just like us. Yeah. You know, we have to have that mindset that um, they're a good team, and they are. They're a good team, just like us. So, yeah, you know, we just have to have the right mindset, focus up, have good practices, and continue, continue to work. And you're on that offensive
0: of line. Usually, it's tightest knit group, the offensive line. And if that's true in your case, I mean, who are your, you know, best buds? Who are your jeans, Who are the guys that you kind of, you know. I guess,
1: you know, go to war with, if you will. You know, I, I'll tie with pretty much my whole team, but if I had to pick a few guys just to mention, like Nick Arnott, Brad Isabella, Jason Weiber, you know, pretty pretty much my whole offensive line, you know, we, we've we all kind of molded together and gotten close. You know, Matt Keeley, um, like Brad, Brad Isabella, like I've said, uh, Alex Rayburg, Connor Morris, you know, we, we've all really um, kind of gelled together, you would say. Yeah, yeah,
0: and like I said, it's, it's fun. And, and even it seems like you guys have a lot of extracurricular, I mean, coaches, meals, and all that fun stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. what's it like just getting together? Oh. Kind of off the field, but just kind of bonding off it. It's a
1: great time. And, you know, um, I, I think that's really where we all kind of connected, you know, um, as a group, especially as an O-line and then, you know, bringing the other guys along and stuff like that. I, I think it just brings us all closer, and it's really good to do. I mean, you know, not – not even doing, like, coaches' dinners, you know, just hanging out with each other, stuff like that. You know, it just brings us all closer. makes us all uh, better, better as a team.
0: When that ball snapped, you guys are doing your thing. You're in that run-blocking attitude, and you see number four I'm doing his magic. Uh, how, how happy does that make you seeing him kind of get upfield?
1: Man, it's, when, when, he hits, <laughs> when he hits the hole hard and he's just going, it's, it just empowers you, you know. It just makes you want to keep going more and more for that guy.
0: Yeah. Now, Coach was talking about Matt. He's, uh, Matt, Matt maybe might exude a little bit too much energy at certain times, and it might be good to reserve it for plays because it gets too excited. In the, in the huddle, is he the most intense guy? Or is there somebody that is in that huddle that's more intense that we just don't
1: see or hear? No, I'd, I'd say Matt's pretty intense. You know, we're we're all intense in our own ways, but okay. I think like Matt that. is the most intense. And um, you know, he's like, "Hey, we just got to keep rolling, keep rolling, stuff like that. You know, just keep keep moving the ball, keep going." Who's, who's probably got the – this is kind of a big question, I guess. Who's kind of got the most
0: uh, – maybe not the most yeah, – I not know the most energetic guy, but who's that guy that kind of when he says it, it's like go time?
2: It could be you or a teammate, anybody?
0: Like when he says it, you know, like I'm like, come on, guys, let's go. I can't have both just ram But when I mean, this guy says it and he's serious, you're like, oh, man, like it's
1: it's serious. Um, That's, that's a good question. Um. I mean, as far as a player, you know, Matt kind of gets us going. Um, Nick Arnott, he gets us going too. Keeps us, keeps us, keeps us focused, especially in the huddle. You know, if we have a bad play or something like that, just to uh, keep us rolling. Even Chris Rochard, you know, um, he comes running from the sidelines, trying to say to play really fast, and then he's like, "Come on, we got to get the first down. We got to keep going. We got to keep going." You know and that? Yeah.
0: Excellent. Well, I don't want to keep you too late, and it's, it's, I'm, I'm glad we got to get you on, like I said, new faces, and I, we did. I, I ran into Jim um, one night. He was leaving, uh, but I don't know if you ever listen. But we always like to end the show. We call it three and out, just a few off-the-wall questions. Now, I always reserve this. When I do the college guys and I have offense alignment on, I always do this question first. Usually, offensive linemen are the bigger guys, the bigger eaters. Who's the biggest eater? On the Niles McKinley Red dragons front line, and
1: what was the most impressive meal you've seen them throw down without a doubt, on the offensive line was Matt. I mean, <laughs> I remember he went to coaches one time. I mean this guy put down like before before the even the main dinner he was putting down like chips and dip and all this other stuff, <laughs> and then the main meal he had like three plates, and then I like then we had dessert and. Like, that was just like it's warm-up. You know, dessert. He had two more plates of dessert. It was crazy. But um, not even on the front line, though. Noah sure. Dirk, he can put down some food, too. Really? Yeah. Nice. Right. One of the wide outs. I was surprised by him, too. He, he can put down a few plates.
0: You know, and actually,
1: you know, it, 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 since I'm
0: probably closer to size to, to Noah than I am to Matt, um, I, I'm, I'm pretty good pound for pound. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can surprise you. Yeah. Yeah. I I do have a little bit of a reputation be honest, like surprising, but, but truthful. Um, how about this one? Are you a better singer or are you a better dancer?
1: I mean, I can't really sing, so probably a better dancer. Fair enough. I can bust some moves. I can't do either. You're, you're <laughs> already ahead of me.
0: And sticking with food, I always wrap the show up with this one. Um, could be anybody in your family. Who is the best cook in the Howe family? And if you could have any celebratory meal
1: after a victory prepared for you by that person, who is it and what are they going to make? I mean, my whole family cooks pretty good, and my mom, my dad, but I mean, I'd have to go with my grandpa um, making like ham and scalloped potatoes and some like broccoli or something like that. That would be that'd be awesome (laughs) after a game.
0: Okay, grandpa, you're now hey you're on the hook if 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 they are victorious over Jefferson, you know what to uh, make for your grandson come Saturday afternoon. Is that fair enough? Oh yeah. And you guys can watch the Buckeyes. The Buckeyes is that the team? I, don't know. I mean, I don't, I, I'm, I'm, I I just I have no favorite, so you're not going to offend me.
1: I'm more of a I like Pitt. I yeah. think Pitt's my favorite team. I cover yeah. Pitt. Yeah, yeah. As so, far as like big school, probably probably a high state punch yeah. One
0: of those two. Yeah, Pitt. They, big. They went beating Tennessee.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. I
0: was impressed. Yeah, that's usually the. Rrr, rrr, <laughs> yeah. They come back. They beat Delaware fifty to nothing, and then yeah, but yeah, I was, that was impressed. Kenny Pickett's a good quarterback. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah, he's, he's pretty tough. Well, hey. I appreciate you sharing your time. Like I said, you know, the other thing, guys, when these guys come on, I mean, they're taking time out of their day, too. I mean, he's been in school all day. He's just had practice. He's been watching film. It's almost 6, six o'clock, 6.30, and, you know, these guys are staying over. So uh, just a big shout-out to the players for all coming and on and sharing some time. With that said, man, uh, best of luck to you. Thank you. And the team, we appreciate you stopping by. And uh, remember, folks, Brandon Miller State Farm Insurance, for your insurance needs and a big shout out again to Permanent for the Hungry Man player gift cards. Uh, Very nice gestures by these people as they uh, continue to help this program and as I like to say, put their hand in the pile. As always, we appreciate you stopping by. This has been a C2P exclusive.